Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Church on the North Coast podcast. I'm Pastor Troy. Glad you're here today. Here on this podcast, our greatest desire is to encourage you, to encourage ministry leaders, to empower and equip volunteers, strengthen and build the believer. That's what we want to do through this podcast. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. Glad to be back in the podcast chair again. It's been a minute. Uh, it's like that kind of, you know, in the kingdom, it gets busy. There's seasons where, uh, you know, I'm, I'm able to you know, get away and, and get get out of the meetings and get into the places that, uh, that are more creative. And this is definitely one of the more creative spots for me. I enjoy the podcast room. I enjoy... Uh, just being in a room alone with my thoughts and there with you joining me. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, this, this what I'm going to share today is going to be, uh, it was therapeutic for me to receive from the Lord. I pray it, uh, it relieves you and brings um, oil, oil and wine to you, to you kind of the pressure and the wounds of, of leadership. And everyone's a leader. Uh, but you know there are the different you know different levels of leadership and and the higher you go the more the pressure builds and it's all it's almost egotistical but it's unavoidable at the, you know, simultaneously you know you 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 climb higher in leadership and um, you realize that it's it's not your burden to bear it's it's the Lord's but you know. It's the cross that he's given you to bear at the moment. And so uh, it's unavoidable. Uh, the pressure, the pressure uh, of ministry is unavoidable. So I uh, just want to say, you know, to those in leadership, this is for you. This is for you. Uh, I'd like to take you to John, John 1. I, I like starting um, verse 19. So now this is the testimony of John. This is, this is the testimony <laughs> of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed. I am not the Christ. Man, if there's anything that will bring relief to you is for you to understand that you are no man's savior. He says this, man. I, I got this on a plane. I was getting ready to take off, and I'm just reading. And th there was a lot of pressure. I was headed to vacation to just get away from it all. And, and, and the Lord gave me this. He said, and John said, I am not Jesus. I'm not the Christ. He did not deny it. But everybody, they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you a prophet? And he answered, no. And they said to him, who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Ah, oh, man. And really, you know, when you, when you rise in anointing, when you carry the presence of Jesus, there is this this 
pressure from the last time that's not yours, man. And it, it's so unavoidable. But there's this pressure that is, it's not real. It's not real because it's, it's got nothing to do with you. The presence of the Lord is like on your life as is nothing to do with you. It's all about Jesus. But when people see the presence of the Lord, we call it the anointing in church, when they see the anointing, people start ascribing to you stuff that's not yours. They start building an expectation about the power you carry and the, the, the level of presence that's on your life, and they want to ascribe to you stuff that's not, that Jesus didn't give you, man. And he says, uh, he said, now those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And he asked them, why do you baptize if you're not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor a prophet? And John answered, saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loosen. Man, when I, when I received this, I, I just felt all the pressure come off of me. And... You know, like I just want—I just want to tell everyone, like just like John said, I love it. I love how he said it. He just said, "I'm—I'm I'm not Jesus. I, I could take you to Jesus. I can—I can take you to him. I'm not him, but I can show you where he is. I—I know—I know how to find him. And there's something that just relieves the stress of every worship leader, pastor, every spiritual leader in the house it's this it's 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 to acknowledge the fact that i am not the healer i am not the revelator i i'm i'm none of these things all i am is a dude that knows jesus i just know him i just know him because i spend i spend enough time with him and i know how to i know where he's at if you want to if you want to meet him i could take you to him but i want i don't want it to be confused i'm not the prophet i'm not elijah i'm not any of these uh, i'm not any of these things you're trying to put on me all of these unrealistic expectations that you're trying to put on me like i can't heal cancer man i can't I can't save your kids. I can't, I can't put your family back together. I can't do any of these things, man. I need, I just need to say it out loud and I need it to be my testimony. I am not the Christ. <laughs> man, <laughs> you say that out loud. It's so liberating, man. And it's just to say, all I am, and here, this is all it is. All I am is just some guy. I'm just some guy that knows where he's at. And I've just come, I've come to prepare the way for the king. I've come to let you know that he's coming, man. He's coming, and it, this, is how, this is how you get to, to meet him. I can take it to him, but that's, that's the only thing I got. I pray a lifting of the unrealistic burden and stress of this world from your shoulders today. John had it right man he said i am not he i'm just one pointing to the one he's over there don't look at me look at him i can't save you i can't heal you i can't protect you can't deliver you can't free you but i know the one who can it's easy to lose yourself in this world man it's easy 
knowing who you are will remove the stress to be who only Jesus can be. (laughs) It's good to say, I am not Jesus. So easy to lose yourself to begin to think that somehow you're more or less than. If you do well, you feel temporarily, but know that life will make me prove my worth again and again. It's exhausting to wear the weight of responsibility of Jesus. It's not ours. We have an inflated view of ourselves in today's society. We've fallen in love with power, but a properly centered life says, I am not Jesus. I am not the Christ. I am no man's savior. So a proper view of every believer is humility. I know who Jesus saved. (laughs) I like to tell people that. I know who Jesus saved. He saved me. I was not worth saving, but he saved me. I know myself on the inside, so I know it's impossible for me to begin to believe that I'm anything other than like just saved. I'm saved. I'm rescued by Jesus. I, I, I cannot, the inflated, you know, thing that this, this lie from the enemy to believe that somehow I have anything worth anything is just, it's a lie. And humility is to like look inside. So when, when I feel like my pride's creeping in on me, I'll look inside and, and I'll say, remember, remember who you were. Remember who he saved. And it immediately brings humility without humiliation. Because oh, I know I'm not that person anymore, but it brings me to a place of humility where it says, you know, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm not the Christ, but I can take you to him. So we need humility. We need confidence. You know, confidence is built by knowing Jesus through dependence. Confidence comes from the presence of Jesus just consistently in your life. Like going to Jesus consistently brings you confidence. Um, You know, watching the Lord bring you through things brings confidence. So a proper view of yourself is to be confident but not arrogant. Knowing Jesus through dependence, it brings confidence because he fed you yesterday, he's feeding you today, and he continues to feed you. The seed of yesterday is producing the harvest of tomorrow. I know he is faithful. I'm not the source of my life. He is, and I have confidence to know. So I, I think the proper view of a believer is humility and great confidence in the presence of the Lord. That's why we go boldly before the throne of grace. Grace is a throne built of grace, and it it brings confidence. You watch Jesus show up week after week, day after day. You see the presence of the Lord in your life. It creates confidence to know. you got to have that confidence. It's a centered life that says, my confidence is not in my ability. My confidence is in his presence. I know he was there yesterday. I know he was with me in the valley of the shadow of death yesterday, and he showed up. He is the lily. He's the bright and morning star. He will rise again and come to me. My confidence is in the Lord. That's a great centered place for the believer 
so so as to avoid thinking you are the you are Jesus so as to avoid thinking you are Elijah the prophet so as to avoid thinking you are more than what you are my confidence is not in what I've done or accomplished my confidence is in the presence of Jesus and then there's there's clarity I think you got to know humility you got to be humble you got to have humility to have a proper view of yourself you got to have confidence and you got to have clarity and clarity is like purpose it's a mission. It's knowing for this is the reason the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost, to ransom. It's like to know the purpose of God, the mission that God has given you, this clarity. It creates a centered life to where you're able to say no. You're able to say no, that's not the path that God has for me. It's a centered life. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you from like thinking like, oh, I, I deserve this or I deserve that. It, it prevents entitlement. Clarity, clarity of assignment, clarity of mission, clarity of purpose keeps you, keeps you in a place where you, I know the way of the Lord for my life. And it, avoid, it, it, it helps you prevent and avoid, you know, seeking this, this path that, that might be self-serving or entitled. And there's so many in the kingdom today like there's such entitlement and it's got to die it's got to die like but the clarity clarity of mission and purpose helps you say no it'll it like it'll it'll help you say no and i preached a message not long ago where i said uh, i do five things i do five things and that's all i do i'm 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 not called to to go and do the, all these other things. I know what God's called me to do. I know the mission and the assignment for my life. And clarity will help you from getting confused and getting and taking yourself down, you know, paths that, that were never destined for you. So I pray today you, you create a, a centered life. That centered life is found in the profession of, of saying to yourself and to everyone, when they see the presence, the manifest presence of God on your life, especially as leaders, when when they see it and they come to you and they want to ascribe to you power and authority and status and you know all of the accolades, you can you can look back at them and, and don't take it. I want to I want to warn you, don't take them. Don't take them. You can say thank you for saying that, but that is not true. I am not the Christ. Don't, don't divulge, like don't, don't indulge in the temptation to eat the delicacies of flattery and, and the unrealistic, you know, flattery to say, oh man, you're so anointed. It's like God is using you to, to raise the dead. And he does all of that. Listen, I'm not saying he's not going to use you, but the danger in it is so bad because when you start believing that stuff, when you start believing, oh, oh yeah, man, God's God's using me and He's doing great things with me. When you start believing that stuff, you go down a road where you have to you have to like carry the weight of that. The weight of the world now becomes yours. And it's so easy. Man, like it's so easy in in the in the kingdom to carry weight as as moms or dads. I just I want you to know you're not the you're not the Christ. You're not the Christ. You can't save your children. Only Jesus can. 
you can't save them. As much as you, you know, you, and, and because that way is real. And you try to carry, and you say, man, I, I got I to gotta keep them safe. I got to keep, but you could do the best you can. But man, the unrealistic expectation is that you, that you are their savior. You are not their savior. You are not the Christ. And it's so liberating to know, like, but I know, I know the Christ. I know him. And how do you avoid the temptation to start reading the headlines and believing you are and then start wearing that? Because you got, if you start reading it and you start believing it, then suddenly you gotta, you, you're responsible for it. And now the weight of healing belongs to you. The weight of their safety belongs to you. The weight of whether or not you know, the finances are met is up to you. I, I would advise you. I would advise you to take the position that John did and say, I'm not. I'm not that, man. And let me just tell you, I'm just a guy. I'm just some dude that knows. I'm not he. I am one pointing to the one. He's over there. Don't look at me, man. Look at him. I said this in, in a service I was getting ready to preach not long ago. I said, uh, I said, listen, I'm getting ready to start, but I think it's really important. I, I know I read I read the room and and I said I just think it's really important that you that if you know if for some reason you don't like me, then don't look at me because I'm not Jesus. But it's important that you get the word of the Lord. But I want you to know like I'm not Christ. Don't look at me if you don't like me. If you don't you don't like my personality. I get it. I get it. But don't look at me. Don't look at me. And it's there, there's something very healthy about saying that. Like don't don't put your trust in me. Don't put your confidence in me. Don't, don't, don't put your confidence in my prayers because, you know, I'm not the Christ. I, I know I'm not. And that's the key to all the leaders, man. Do you know him? Do you know him? Can you take people to him? Do you know where he's found? Do you, do you know the secret place? When last, when last did you meet with him? Because that's the key. That's the key, man. Then, then I, I can take you to him. Uh, you're not hopeless. You brought me a prayer request, but you're not hopeless. I know where he's at, and I'll take you to him. Let's do that. Let's become believers, leaders who are dependent upon Jesus, leaders who are humble, and leaders who have clarity, know what the Lord has spoken to us and, and our assignments, so we don't put unrealistic expectations of the people on around us. We know our assignment. We stay focused. I pray that blessed you today as it blessed me. I got to go. Thank you for taking the time to join Church on the North Coast and our podcast. I pray you were encouraged. I pray you were empowered. I pray you were strengthened. Wake up. Wake up, church. Hustle like heaven. Let somebody out there feel the effects of your influence. Lead them to Jesus. Bring heaven to your home, your city, your nation. Don't wait till it's too late. TikTok, TikTok, everybody. Get to a place that manufactures hope, that makes it like bread, fresh bread. Get to the Church of the Living God. Get to Church on the North Coast this Sunday, Wednesday. Anytime the doors are open, man. There's power in our gathering. Need to see you. I'm Pastor Troy Thompson. It was a pleasure being with you. God bless you.